Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. Happy December 20th, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Better You. I am your host, Fernanda Ramirez, and welcome to the last podcast episode of 2023. Before we get into the episode, I did want to say I am a little bit sick. If my voice sounds a little bit off, that is the reason why I'm hoping I get better a lot quicker since Christmas is literally in five days. I'm I'm feeling a little bit worried. I'm not going to lie. I think this is going to be my last episode of December so that next week I can have my little break off just because it's going to be Christmas Eve and Christmas and there's just going to be so many festivities happening at that time that most likely I won't be able to get an episode up but that means that we're going to fast track into January which is super exciting. I'm already planning my January. If only you guys could see how much planning I did yesterday you would be shocked. I am going to make a main channel YouTube video on getting ready for 2024, glowing up, doing my vision board, making my vision planner, like everything that I'm planning to do for 2024 but before before I did it on video and explained to you guys what I was doing, I wanted to take a little afternoon to do it for myself and to spend that time with myself and just figure out what my goals are. You guys may even have planned to make vision boards with your friends or to do that kind of stuff with other people, but I think it is important to do it by yourself and do a little bit of reflecting first without having other people's influences on top of yours or just feeling kind of distracted with all the things happening around you. I think having an afternoon or something where it's just you, your mind, your thoughts, your reflections, and like a pen and paper is the best way to go about it. Before we get started on today's episode, I am so excited to tell you guys the sponsor of today's podcast episode, and that is going to be Ritual. So thank you, Ritual, for sponsoring today's episode. If you don't already know, Ritual is a technology brand in the health industry. They provide daily supplements. They make clean formulas that are science-based, made traceable, which means it has traceable ingredients, sources, manufacturing, packaging, and they also are third-party tested. The two vitamins that I've been taking this winter season is the Symbiotic Plus and also the Ritual Essential for Women Multivitamins. The Essential for Women's 50 Plus Multivitamins have a clinically backed formula with key high quality nutrients to help fill common dietary gaps. They are vegan friendly, gluten free, major allergen free without extras and artificial colorants, and they are designed to support foundational health. The nutrients that these multivitamins have are there to support your brain health and your bone health as well as blood building and antioxidant support. One of the best things about Ritual is that they have a happiness guarantee, which means if you don't like Ritual after 30 days, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. They also have such a great convenience aspect to themselves, which allows you to have the multivitamins to be delivered straight to your door so you never have to worry about running low. As for the Symbiotic Plus, this is super exciting because this is said to be more than just a probiotic because it contains prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, which if you didn't know, the prebiotics help growth and activity of beneficial bacteria living in your gut. Probiotics are the live microorganisms that help relieve gas or bloating. As for the postbiotic, it provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and supports its barrier function. They've got cute little minty capsules and they also have a delayed release capsule so that it actually reaches your colon and not just your stomach. And lastly, it has a clean formula, which is very important to me. If you yourself want to try Ritual, Ritual is offering 30% off for the first month to my listeners of A Better You. If you use 
use my code abetteryou30 or when you scan the QR code on the screen and also I will have the link in my description of the YouTube video. That's going to be ritual.com slash abetteryou30. Thank you Ritual for sponsoring this portion of the video and let's get into the episode. Since I already did a 22 things I learned by the age of 22 podcast episode this year, like two months ago basically, I feel like that episode was encapsulating a lot of the things that I learned this year so I'm not really going to make like a 2023 recap on the podcast. I'll probably save that for my YouTube channel but I guess I can say that 2023 was such an amazing year. I feel so blessed. I think I've grown the most I ever have this year and I think my biggest takeaway from this year is probably just the importance of doing things that truly make you happy. I feel like especially in this space there is so much flashiness going on. Everyone's constantly achieving things. They're showing their highlight reel. They're showing how cool they look doing certain things or where they're traveling to, how many followers they have and I feel like it's easy to get wrapped up in wanting things but I think taking a look within and being like wait why do I want the things that I want? What is my personal goal? What do I actually want to do and what actually fills my cup? I think that was a big thing for me this year and figuring out what really fuels me not just what I think would fuel me and doing more of that that really made the difference for me this year. I feel like like this year was probably the longest I've gone with just being happy, stable. I feel like there was times that I didn't upload certain videos or I didn't upload episodes or I was a little bit inconsistent. Even that little bit of flexibility given to myself or at least that grace to upload when I can and just not give myself such a hard time if I don't get a video up. I feel like that really helped my mental health whereas like in the past I would be like distraught over not having a video up. I would be like crying and pulling all-nighters which again to maybe somebody else they'd be like oh my god she's so consistent or why isn't she getting another episode up or why is she getting another video up that could be annoying for others but for the protecting my peace mindset I feel like it really did help me and it honestly made me just not get burnt out I feel like that was another big thing I feel like usually I'm used to having at least one burnout a year minimum and this year I really don't feel like I had any or that many and if I did start to feel burnt out I was able to navigate that quickly and get out of it without spiraling and just like hitting rock bottom so anyways that's a little blurb I guess of how my 2023 went she was a happy year it was a year of stepping outside my comfort zone doing a lot of things in the public eye I have new agency like so many crazy fun exciting things that I just feel better equipped for the next year after every year passes so anyways that's enough about me I hope that your 2023 went well as well. I am proud of you for finishing this year off strong. Whether you had so many ups or a few downs, you made it this far. You've always been able to overcome negative times in your life. And you know, life is a little, it's a little ride. There's no downs without the ups. And if you're in a down period right now, know that it's going to be up in no time. And also, even if you don't believe in all of that resolution, New Year's type of things, New Year, New Me, it still gives you an excuse to just feel like a fresh page is flipped over or like you're starting a new chapter. I'm personally really excited about 2024. Last year this time, I was feeling a little bit down bad. I'm not even gonna lie. Not like completely, but winter's in full effect. It was super cold last year. I was getting eczema everywhere. Like my fingers were cracking. I was cold. My hair was brittle and dry. Like I just was not thriving. But the minute January came around, I made sure to set those intentions. I made sure to make that vision board. I had all my goals set and I said, Fernanda, it's grind time. And honestly, by the end of January, even the second week of February when I went to fashion 
week. I don't think I have looked or felt that good since that time last year. Like I was thriving at that time and that's because I took January as a healing month as a month to reset and rejuvenate and to get my shit together honestly like last year I titled January the month of getting my shit together I didn't really post on Instagram which I know to you guys you might not even be posting on Instagram so maybe that means nothing to you but for me that meant like I wasn't really getting ready that often or going out of my way to take content I was just focusing on me that meant eating healthy going to the grocery store working out getting good sleep waking up early meditating journaling doing all of the healthy habits. That really, really, really helped me last year. And I'm planning on doing the same exact thing this January. And I want to have no travel booked in January. I do not want to have weekend plans. I truly want to take this January to get my life back in my hands and all my healthy habits and just get back on track. So I'm hoping that you guys are in that same little motivation streak. Maybe you guys want to join me. I'm actually thinking about, and this is a really... This is a really big question. So if you're listening, listen extra good right now, okay? Especially if you are a watcher of my YouTube channel. But I was thinking, I was thinking, okay? I don't I don't even want to say anything because I don't want to overcompromise. But I was thinking about starting the 75 hard. And if you don't know what that is, it is a mental toughness challenge where you do like five different tasks for every single day for 75 days. These are the tasks, okay? It is drinking four liters of water a day, reading 10 pages, doing two 45 minute workouts in the day. One has to be outside. That one is so bad. I don't even know if I can do that. You have to stick to a diet. It can be anything you want. And you're also supposed to take a progress photo every single day. It also says online here that you're not supposed to have alcohol, but I'm not sure if that like, I feel like that isn't one of the strictest rules on there because I didn't see that every single time I searched it up. But I feel like if you're sticking to a diet, no alcohol should kind of be in there. Anyways, I feel like all of those things are not that hard to do in one day, but when you put 75 of those days together, I'm sorry, that is a little bit hard. You're gonna have to have a lot of motivation and actually not even rely on motivation, but rely on your discipline. There's also such thing as a 75 soft, which I think it's like for women more. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good thing to say because like so many women can do the 75 hard, but the reason why it's for women is just because the work workouts align more with your menstrual cycle instead and instead of having a diet they just say to eat well and instead of having two workouts they say just do one workout with one active recovery day each week and also instead of four liters it's three waters it's basically just the 75 hard a little bit easier anyways I don't know which one I would do I feel like I would almost rather just do the 75 hard and then if I have a few missed days then I just wouldn't be that down on myself about it just because a lot of the habits they ask you to do I already do so I feel like it it wouldn't be crazy for me to achieve this. Anyways, I was thinking about doing this challenge from January for the 75 days. The point of this was to say, if I did the 75 hard, I would want to film it, obviously. Should I do like 75 hard challenge week one? And it's like a vlog of me, of what I ate during the day, doing the two workouts, and just kind of like a weekly vlog, but it's more health-based. The thing is, it's for 10 weeks. So I feel like, I don't know if people would want to watch 10 videos of similar topics. Obviously, I would be doing different workouts. I would be eating different things so it wouldn't be completely the same and I feel like you guys like watching health vlogs anyways or is that just gonna be so painful and instead I'll do like 75 hard week one and two and then 
three and four and five and six. So it's kind of a bi-weekly thing. Or do you just wanna see a video at the very end where I talk about my results and just like little clips throughout the whole 75 days? Although even if I did finish the challenge, I would definitely make a results video anyways. Anyways, I talked about that for way too long. You get the point. If you are interested in trying the 75 hard, I highly recommend it. Look more into it. And I talk about this because it kind of goes on with the theme of today's episode. And in fact, if you agree to do the 75 hard and after listening to this episode, you might get all the motivation you need to get that started and to begin. It doesn't even have to be on January 1st. It could be starting January 3rd. It could be starting January 5th. Or you could be starting at any point in 2024 whenever you listen to this episode and this video will get you jump started on that motivation. So that brings us to the topic of today's episode and that is motivation to start working out in 2024, your fitness guide to getting back on track. Fitness is such a big part of my life. I really think that it is one of the reasons that I am so happy. And in fact, I have a really good quote for you guys. And this comes out of the book, 101 Essays That Change the Way You Think. And this chapter is called The Psychology of Your Daily Routine. But we're going to talk about routine in a second here. The quote that it has is that your habits create your mood and your mood is a filter through which you experience life. I thought that was such a a good quote to remind yourself because really it is these little compound habits that make a big difference in the long run and like it said filter the way that you experience life and I feel like as somebody who makes a lot of videos podcasts episodes whatever on romanticizing your life and I always get asked how do you make everything look so good how are you always so happy how are you romanticizing your life it truly is because of those habits that give me the endorphins that give me the health the vitality the spirit that I need to move forward with enthusiasm and momentum maybe so that is why fitness to me is such a big part but obviously there are so many reasons for why fitness is important and I feel like if you are completely not in your fitness era you haven't worked out in a while in fact you're kind of scared to work out you don't like to work out the thought of getting into your workout era sounds horrible because why would you want to willingly put yourself in a position where you're gonna be sweating you're gonna have to work hard you're gonna have to do things differently you're gonna have to wake up early maybe it's just so much effort like there are so many reasons why you wouldn't want to do it but truly it can change the way that you feel and the way that you go about life so it is so important to get on that fitness track early in your youth so that you know you make it a habit and you're not like 20 30 40 years later being like oh my god I wish I started sooner having an active fitness life and taking care of your body goes hand in hand with so many aspects and can open so many doors for you not only in the sense that your body will be thanking you and you're probably gonna live longer which I feel like is a lot of people's dreams but you will feel better about the way that you look maybe you'll feel more social maybe you'll have more energy to start new projects that you haven't started in a while maybe it's a way for you to meet new friends a way for you to get a new hobby and to stay busy there's just so many reasons so let's get on into it I need you to take a hard look at yourself and give yourself a little reflection maybe there might be something physical that you have a goal that you want to accomplish maybe you're actually trying a little workout and you're realizing god damn I can't even touch my feet anymore or god damn I can't really go on a run like you kind of have to assess where you're currently at and that might take a look in the mirror maybe a workout maybe a run to see where you're at this is different for everyone you do not have to do this but there are multiple reasons why someone would want to start working out if you are someone that has never worked out ever I think that your goal might be all of the internal 
internal health benefits. But as someone who works out for a while, you may approach working out or regaining that motivation for other reasons such as aesthetics. Maybe you already are very fit or you're already at your ideal health and instead you want to work on having more chiseled abs or you want to work on having a more defined back or you want to work on losing fat and building muscle. So whatever your reason for working out is for you, this is going to look a little bit different. But once you assess why your reason is for working out, then we can move forward again. I've written down kind of a sheet of goals for myself and how I would frame it for me. And so maybe you can take some inspiration off of that. But for myself, I would say my 2023 current stats, maybe what my current weight is at, what my goal is, what my measurements are like right now, and taking some progress photos. So you know what you look like when you're starting off and you kind of have that as a baseline. So when you're halfway through working out, you can refer to that and realize how much you've actually grown and improved and moved forward. And it'll give you that little bit of inspiration to keep going. Once I have all of my current stats down, I'm going to write what my goals are. For me, that might be losing fat, building muscle, having strong abs and maybe a muscular butt, working on my flexibility and bettering my heart health. I feel like those last two are important to note here because I feel like when a lot of people talk about their fitness goals or just their goals when it comes to working out in general, they'll say a lot of things that are very superficial like their goal weight or what muscles they want to improve. But I think it's really important to look at your internal health like your heart for example. I know for myself I never liked doing cardio and in fact when I had to do cardio in high school I remember my last run being outside it was like 45 minutes and I remember thinking to myself I am never ever ever doing a run after I graduate and I kind of stuck to my word there and I didn't do cardio for so many years after and then I'll be going on a walk with my friend who like religiously does hot girl walks and she's like talking to me and I literally can't keep up that is embarrassing for me I'm like trying to talk to her at the same time and I'm literally out of breath going like five minutes into the walk anyways so those are what my goals are for me I think it's really important to realizing what's stopping me and why I can't get these goals accomplished in the first place or why I couldn't do them in 2023 it might be humbling you might look back and be like oh my god this is embarrassing I don't even want to write it down but this is for your eyes only nobody else has to see it it's just for you to kind of have a little reality check and be like what have I what have I been doing? You could probably put this in like a diagram and have the first section be goals, the second section be what's stopping me, and the third step can be how to avoid that friction. I heard this word today. They were talking about this term in correlation to content creation. For example, they were saying you have to remove the friction that doesn't allow you to create content very flowily. That's not the right word. For example, if my goal was to film YouTube videos, but I couldn't film anytime I felt like I looked bad, that would be the friction. To ease that friction instead maybe I have my outfit set the night before or I do heatless curls the night before or maybe I get lash extensions so that that friction is gone and I just feel ready to film at all times of the day and that I always feel ready for it in this sense bringing it back to working out and fitness my friction when it comes to losing fat well because I'm too lazy to cook I'm always eating out and I'm always ordering food and I'm eating a lot of junk food to remove that friction instead I might do some meal prepping at the beginning of the week so that I don't have that dilemma in my head that's making me think there's no food in my fridge what should I do should I just order food I'm going to make foods that are really easy to make that way I can no longer use the excuse so if I were you on that first page of that 
journal or notebook or whatever, I would write down what your goals are, the reasons why you haven't accomplished them, and how you can remove the friction and make it easier for those goals to happen. Another tip that I have for you guys is that when you are making your goals, make sure to make them super, super specific. It is so much easier to attack a specific goal than a really broad one. Like for example, instead of eating healthy, it might be having two portions of vegetables a day. That is something that you're able to cross off if you made like a habit planner and something that you're really able to track. Whereas eating healthy is so broad, it is so open. What does that even mean? You could probably be eating out at like a friend's house, like something super unhealthy and like argue like, well, it's not bought. So like it's kind of healthy and it's just not really targeting exactly what you want. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to kind of set looser boundaries for your goals, but just know that the goals that you do have won't be accomplished very quickly or that effectively with loose goals like that. Some personal examples for the ones that I would use and how I would restructure them are these ones right here. So if I wanted to lose fat, my more specific goal would be to avoid junk food or to only have it as a treat for special occasions. Also, I could be doing more cardio. Maybe I could set that like three times a week. Another goal could be building muscle. For that goal, I could make it a little bit more specific and say that I'm going to eat protein two times a day for every single day of the week. If another one of my goal was to have stronger abs, I could say that every Monday is abs day. If I wanted to grow my glutes, I could say every Friday is glute day and make specific workout plans for those days. If another one of my goal is to become more flexible, again, super broad. Instead, I'm gonna take progress pictures of before and everyone has different tactics to motivate themselves and celebrate their winnings, no matter how big or small. Something I love to do when I feel like I'm in need of a reward is to pick up a sweet treat. This could also look like budgeting savings every month, but leaving room for an occasional delivery order. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easily and still have the occasional treat guilt-free. Since we're speaking about our financial goals, it's time I introduce you to Chime. Chime is an award-winning banking app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. It's the banking of the future since it's 100% mobile and online. Those are all things that I like to hear. Chime offers a ton of really cool features, which for one, all the users get fee-free overdrafts on up to $200 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's kind of like overdraft protection, but better. You can get your paychecks, benefits, stimulus checks, and tax returns up to two days earlier with a direct deposit. They also have automatic savings features where you can automatically save a percentage of your paycheck or you can round up your purchases made with your debit card and save that amount. This would make saving so much easier for me and it's definitely something that I'm interested in. Another thing I love about Chime is that it is a financial institution with a sense of community. By this I mean you literally have the ability to get increased overdraft limits with boosts from friends. If you want to join millions of Chime members who are working on financial progress, getting spotted on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals, and also have the luxury of no maintenance fees, make sure you check out Chime. You can take control of your finances and say goodbye to the monthly fees by opening your account in minutes at chime.com slash a better you. That's chime.com slash a better you. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot me and are subjected to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune into the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. 
say where my splits are currently at, maybe how far I can reach down to touch my toes or the floor. Maybe it is what my scorpion looks like, random. And then I can practice that flexibility every single day, maybe for 15 minutes. And then at the end of the month, take a progress picture again and see how I improved. Another goal could be bettering my heart health. And for that, I could say that I'm going to do 20 minutes of cardio every time I work out or three hot girl walks a week or a super specific one to me would be doing cardio with a friend and speaking at the same time. Again, as I said earlier, I have an issue with speaking at the same time as doing cardio and that ain't no flex. That is not a flex. So that's definitely something I want to work at in 2024. Maybe that means going on more hikes with friends or just doing more hot girl walks with friends. And yeah, that is something I want to improve because yes, it is about doing that cardio and I can work out on my own, but I've realized it's completely different when you're actually having to put that extra effort into maintaining a conversation that like I don't sound completely out of breath in. So that's a big one for me. Some other common fitness goals that you may have may be to stretch more, to get out of your comfort zone, to drink more water, to do at least one pull-up, or maybe that's 10, to run a 5k, maybe that should be my goal, to improve your overall health, to get stronger, to get more sleep, to create a consistent workout schedule, to be healthier, to lose weight, to build muscle, to become more flexible. It could be to improve your upper body strength, to build a stronger core, to learn a new skill, to meditate regularly, to prioritize recovery days, etc. There are so many fitness, health, and wellness related goals and if you need help coming up with ideas for goals to have for yourself just search up what are some common fitness goals and you'll find so many there that will probably align to you okay so say you are goal ready you have it on paper exactly what you want to accomplish how you want to accomplish it what you need to do now you're actually starting to get into the routine you're starting off small I made some tips that I have for you and I was also talking to my boyfriend about this and he gave me some tips to give you guys as well. If you didn't already know, my boyfriend has been in fitness for such a long time. He's been doing like competitive, I guess, soccer for like his whole life. He's a goalkeeper, but also he's just been in the gym. He would always take fitness classes when I was in high school, so he'd work out like twice a day. So anyways, he works out a lot and one of the biggest tips he told me for when you're starting to work out at the gym is to find a consistent time of the day that you can hold yourself accountable and actually commit to working out at. If I don't work out in the first half of the day, it is really hard for me to get on the workout grind later that day. If you come up with a time slot where you know you're always going to work out, for example, it's 9am every single day, it's less likely that you're going to want to wiggle your way out of it because you know that it works for you. You know that that is a commitment that you have that you cannot miss and it just becomes ingrained as a part of your schedule. You'll probably start to wake up at the same time and your body will know it even more than you do that you have somewhere to be at a certain time. It is so much easier to have a certain plan for the week rather than saying I'll work out sometime today. Whenever I say that it literally just doesn't happen. Like it's either happening in the morning or it's not happening and I can lie to myself and say no 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 I'm gonna do it later but by the time it's like 6 p.m. it's getting dark like no I'm not working out. This doesn't even have to be every single day but you could start off with saying it's gonna happen three days a week every single day at 4 p.m. Write it out in a planner and plan your week on like the Sunday or the Monday to have all your workouts scheduled for the week. The second important tip to remember when you're starting to work out is to not go overboard and crazy on the first few days that you start. If you haven't worked out in a while, it's very likely that you're probably going to be really sore after
after your first few days of going to the gym. And if you overdo it, you get hurt, you get really sore, you're not going to want to go back to the gym. There has been times, especially for me, where I haven't worked out in a while. I'll go do a workout class. I push so hard because I'm not sore at all. And then I finish my workout so crippled and like I can't even walk out of the gym. And then it puts me out for like another week. Instead of doing that, start off a little bit slow, ease your way up there. But also, even if you do feel a little bit tired or a little bit sore, you have to push through it. When I don't work out in a while, it is so hard for me to get back into the gym. I'll go to the gym one day and I'm literally like on my phone half the time. I'm scrolling. And even if it's a mid-workout, I'll just tell myself, you know what? You went. Congratulations. You went. Because it's going to get easier in the coming days. You just have to get over the little hump of hating it for the first, I don't know, for me, it might be a few days. For you, it might be a month. For everyone, it's going to be a little bit different depending on maybe if you did fitness growing up or if you really like the type of fitness that you're doing. But push through that first little uncomfortable phase and give it that first bit of time to fully integrate into your schedule and to feel like something that you want to do. The first week is always the hardest and that is just a fact. Another thing that my boyfriend was telling me is that he's never had a workout and regretted it after. And I could agree with him on that. Even if I go to a workout class that is so hard, I was like wanting to leave the whole time. The minute that class is over, I instantly feel better about myself. I feel productive. I've got a whole ego boost on myself, that God complex where I'm like, oh my God, I literally worked out today. Like if you manage to work out first thing in the morning, you're going to be on a little ego trip the whole day because you're going to be like, I already did that. I got my hardest part of the day out of the way. You know, you're really going to feel good about yourself. Your body is going to thank you. And there's just no way that you're going to work out and hate the way you feel after. He said that one of his biggest motivations for working out is because it makes him feel productive and it makes him have a sense of accomplishment that you can't really get another way. This kind of goes hand in hand with like why people say that doing ice baths or having a cold shower in the morning is so important because when you start your day off with a hard activity or a hard task or maybe it's the hardest part of your day, the rest of the day feels significantly easier. There's also obviously like proven studies that like working out improves your mental clarity, your mental health. If you do it first thing in the morning, you're bound to have a much better day than if you just rolled out of bed late, you know, you slept late the night before, you're going to sleep groggy, you're hiding it with a cough. And lastly, some other ways to motivate yourself and get into the gym are just some classic little easy ones that I feel like the girlies love to do. And that is getting new workout sets. I swear, the minute I put on a new workout set, I, I want to go to the grocery store, I want to go to a coffee shop, I feel productive, I feel aerodynamic, I feel ready to take on the day. Like, it is no lie, if I spend all day at home in activewear versus me spending all day at home in sweatpants and a hoodie, I am moving 10 times slower with the sweatpants and the hoodie. That is just the truth. So get a cute workout set on. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your future of fitness. And it really is the gift that will keep on giving. And also put some girl math in there. If you buy a workout set that was $30, but you wear it 30 times, it was basically only a dollar per use. And then after those first 30 days, after your first month, it was basically free. You know, you got all your use out of it. You get the point. It's a good excuse to treat yourself, especially around the holidays. Just to give you guys some inspiration, some of my favorite activewear places are are Lululemon, Aloe Yoga, Set Active, 437. Gilly Hicks is another one that I've recently got some workout sets from that I really enjoy. Frankie's Bikinis. Another easy way, again, we've talked about it before, but it is getting a friend, getting someone that will push through with you. You can keep yourself accountable. I remember when I was working out last year a lot with Trinity, she was a big help in me getting my butt into the gym. If she was tired, I would be texting her like, girl, come on, let's go to the gym. We gotta go. If I was tired or I was gonna sleep in, she'd be like, I'm out 
outside your place like we got to go to the gym come on it really honestly motivated me and also finding a gym where I actually really enjoyed the staff when I didn't have that many friends in Vancouver I would honestly look forward to going to the gym because even though we weren't like that close I felt like they were my friends I was like I honestly just want to go be in that environment because I love the environment at that gym and everyone feels like friends there and even though I'm not super close with them I kind of feel like they're my friends I don't know it was a very social place for me and it made me motivated to go to the gym one more thing there is that like if you are feeling not motivated enough literally watch a YouTube video on fitness motivation watch a podcast watch some TikToks I swear when I get down the rabbit hole of like motivation TikToks I actually feel like I could take over the world I give myself some little caffeine, I put a little like energy drink in my system and I feel like I could take on the day. So now that you've got yourself into the gym, you've started building that routine. We're gonna go back to the 100 essays that will change the way you think. And going back to that idea that your habits are actually what creates your happiness, I'm gonna read you a little paragraph here. It says, it would make sense to assume that moods are created from thoughts or stressors or things that crop up during the day and knock us off kilter. This isn't so. Psychologist Rob Robert Thayer argues that moods are created by our habitualness, how much we sleep, how frequently we move, what we think, how often we think it, and so on. The point is that it's not one's thought that throws us into a tizzy. It is the pattern of continuously experiencing that thought that compounds its effects and makes it seem valid. This chapter in the book also talks about how the fact that people often get kind of swayed away or not inclined to indulge in routine because routine has this connotation with it that is just boring it's giving adulting and like you know I'm, uh, even though I am an adult like it's not like I'm trying to like do that like for fun <laughs> like it just seems boring it seems redundant it requires a lot of dedication it's, it's just horrible anyways maybe not for everybody but for a lot of people routine doesn't sound like the ideal scenario but what it says in this chapter is that routine can mean something different to everyone and routine can mean something very different for you for example someone's routine may be traveling once a month someone else's routine may be sleeping really early every single day. Someone else's routine is having a cheat day every single Friday and Saturday, etc. Routine may look different for everyone, so get excited about creating your personal routine in 2024 and fitting the workouts that you actually like into that. I think the ultimate goal is to have a type of workout that you actually are excited to go do and that you actually feel like you're progressing in. There is probably nothing worse than doing something that you know you're bad at, you're not getting better, and even though, yes, you can work towards getting better at it there's a little bit of a what's the word like it, it kind of deters me from wanting to do something that I'm just like so bad at for example when I was taking certain like physics classes I was bad at that I didn't like it and yes I could improve but like I didn't even want to improve versus when I was doing more like English classes or art classes yes it was hard but it was something I enjoyed doing and I could actually put an effort and become better at it so find that type of workout for you that is something that is challenging yet you're actually kind of good at and I think you would be surprised maybe if you haven't worked out before you might be thinking like oh no like I don't know what I'm good at but like there's probably a type of workout or a type of physical activity that you actually really enjoy doing and it might not even be that you're physically so good at it but it just brings you a lot of happiness and joy and laughter and I think that again going back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast that is what made my year so great all of those little habits all those little moments of laughter and happiness even if it wasn't that serious even if I was breaking a sweat that is what made my year great so think about a routine for 2024 that's really going to work for you and one that gets you in your flow which is essentially what happens when we become so completely engaged with what we're doing that all ideas and worries dissolve
and you are just being completely present in the task. For me, that was doing yoga. I felt like when I was really at my peak in yoga, I could go in that class and not think about anything except for what I was doing. This was so stress relieving for me. I feel like I had extremely low levels of cortisol. It was not only physically so helpful, but it was mentally so helpful. And all I had to give myself was one hour to be totally present. It was almost a form of meditation, which is most things when you are present in them. Another thing that this book says is that the more that you train your body to respond to different cues, for example, 7 a.m. is when you wake up, 2 p.m. is when you start writing and so on, you naturally fall into flow with a lot more ease just out of habit. So that kind of goes back to why building a consistent time schedule for your workout will feel so easy for you over time because it just feels like the right thing to do at that time. So that is just your reminder that routine can be fun, it is extremely rewarding and will ultimately skyrocket your happiness and also put you in a loop where you feel like you're actually improving at what you're doing and your health is just getting so much healthier as the days go on. I think another good mindset tip to take in and to really bring with you in everything that you do is to remind yourself that you do not have to work out. You get to work out. The other day I was stumbling across my For You page and there was a girl who had a disability and it made it really difficult for her to do everyday tasks such as brushing her hair or putting makeup on or literally taking a bath and I remember I was with my boyfriend when I saw it and he was like oh my gosh like this is really honestly a reminder of how grateful you should be for the body that you have. You know there's so many people that would kill to be in the position that you are to be able to move your body to work out to run to jump and we take it for granted so easily just because we have it but truly reminding yourself and putting that into your mind I'm allowed to do this I get to do this my body allows me to move and to jump and to run and to be grateful for that working out should not be seen as a punishment and if you have the ability to feel all those feelings like feeling tight or feeling your body sweat those are all good signs healthy signs and it's almost kind of like when you're sick and all of a sudden you can't breathe and then you're so annoyed because you're like oh all those times that my nose works perfectly for me I just take my nose for granted and now that I'm sick I have this stuffed up nose it is so annoying that is what I feel like your body feels like when you take working out for granted the other thing I wanted to say for working out when you're actually consistent is that it is okay to go through phases and go through ups and downs in your fitness journey I think it is really hard to be at your 100% peak fitness journey the whole year through and in fact for years and years to come that is why bodybuilders or people that do sports usually have off times or off seasons or you know bodybuilders will go really hard in their cutting phase but like you know we'll have another six months of like bulking it is really hard to maintain a workout the whole year I mean maybe if you're doing like yoga or a little bit more lower impact workouts you can do that full year round but I just want to say that if you start your fitness journey and there's times where you're not working out as much as women especially during your menstrual cycle there may be times where you don't feel super down to work out and that's okay as well but just be mindful of that and know that you'll go through phases something that gets me really motivated is when I have deadlines or events or things to look forward to for example if I know that I'm going on a vacation coming up that will get me motivated to work out to eat healthy so I feel my best on that trip I will take like a month before that or a month and a half to start that grind phase and then I'll go on my trip I'll come back and I'll have like another month or like maybe two weeks of like relaxation then maybe there's my birthday coming up and then I'm back in my fitness grind for like a month and a half and then maybe after my birthday I have like two weeks of rest 
best. To me, that is the routine that works best for me. Um, so your routine may look really different, but I feel like that gets me motivated to work out and to be on that fitness grind while also not burning myself out and getting completely over it and wanting to ditch it like after six months of doing it. We're almost at the end of this podcast and the last thing that I wanted to do is give you some of the things that motivate me to work out and the reasons why I want to work out so that hopefully either it'll give you some inspiration or motivation or give you some reasons for why you should be wanting to join your fitness journey as well this year. For one, I want to live a long and healthy life. I feel like the older that I get, the more that I realize how precious life is and now it's like, especially when you build something that you're proud of, you like the future that you're building. It's like, I do not want it to go away anytime soon. I want to be healthy and vital for the whole way through. I want to experience all that life has to offer. I want to be in all my phases of life. If working out is literally like a proof is in pudding type of thing where people that do exercise daily are known to live longer, it would be a shame of me to not believe them or to say, meh, I don't really care. I also think that with the amount of like disease and viruses and just like immunity issues that there are nowadays like I just want to stay as healthy as I possibly can and on that note health is everything I've talked about that so many times on this podcast before but without health you literally have nothing and if working out is something that you can take as a preventative measure it really would be a shame to not take advantage of that if your health is not up to par it will get in the way of every single thing that you enjoy in your life and to me that is just not worth it I do not want to have any diseases or sicknesses and and so I'm going to do what I can to make sure that at least I'm taking my life into my own hands as much as I can. Another thing is that I want to be flexible for a very long time. I feel like maybe kids or adults that grew up doing a sport may feel the same way, but when you grow up doing something, it kind of is a reality check when you get to an age where you can't do what you could do for so long of your life. I have been flexible ever since I can remember. Like that was like my secret talent. I would be the one in those gymnastics routines, in my beam routine, in the cheer routine that was always at the front doing like something special flexible and the thought of me like not being able to touch my toes is actually like crippling to me I'm like wait 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 I can't do that anymore so like that keeps me inspired in itself I want to be a flexible yogi granny when I'm old and not have all my bones crack when I like sit on the floor or something Another thing that keeps me motivated is obviously the fact that I'm in front of a camera a lot. I'm taking photos all day long. I want to look my best. I want to feel my best. And maybe that is superficial to others, but obviously I feel like it's not because everybody cares about their appearance to a certain extent, but I want to feel good. I want to have abs. I want to have strong glutes. I want to have nice toned legs. I want to have nice toned arms. I want to have a nice back. All of those aesthetic aspects make me inspired and motivated to work out because I know what it takes and I know that I'm able to do it and put that work in to get the results that I want. I also think it's really fun. Honestly, that is another reason of mine. I think it is fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing my friends. I enjoy feeling productive, feeling ambitious, and feeling inspired. I think it's fun to have a goal and be able to work towards it. I think it's super relieving, maybe, or it's a super great feeling to feel accomplished and proud of yourself when you do reach your goals. And also, there's just so many different types of workouts and different types of fitness activities that you can do that 
like there's just no way that even in my lifetime I could be good at all of them so there's always something new to try and new to learn anyways that is all I'm going to say for you guys I hope that this gave you the motivation to start working out to start your fitness journey to maybe start the 75 hard or the 75 soft this January and some tips to get you back on track if you've lost it a little bit anyways I love you guys I hope you have the best holidays I am praying for a merry merry Christmas for all of you and a happy new year and if you are not spending the Christmas season with family or friends or you know something unfortunate has caught up just remember it is another day at the end of the day 2024 is going to be a new chapter a new season a new phase there's so much to look forward I know that 2024 is going to be a great year for you I can feel it I'm manifesting it for you across the screen across the earphones you are going to have such a good year this year it is going to be our fitness era we're going to come out of 2024 looking hot unbothered healthy thriving vital it's going to be our year. Thank you so much to Ritual for sponsoring this video. If you guys wanted to get 30% off of Ritual for the first month, make sure to use my code abetteryou30 or go to ritual.com slash abetteryou30 or you can scan the QR code on the screen if you're watching the YouTube video or click the link in my description of the YouTube video as well and it will take you to their website. I love you guys. See you in 2024, okay?